Hey, I want to just share a, a story. We've kind of used a verse around here and um, for, a, for a while. We're now, this church is now three and a half, three and a bit years old. And um, we birthed the church in 2018, two weeks before Isla was, was born, our youngest. And so that's my, that's my gauge. <laughs> However old Isla is, is pretty much how old, how old uh, the church is. And... Um, <clears throat> And one of the, the things, one of the scriptures that actually started for me probably in 2007, 2008 was um, the, this verse in Revelation 19, uh, verse 10. And it says, Then I fell down at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold to the testimony of Jesus, worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I remember in 2000, it was 2007, I was um, over in Europe and I came home and I was um, listening to a Chris Valentin sermon. I didn't know who he was and I didn't know anything about um, Bethel Church or anything like that. I stumbled across him actually on YouTube when I was listening to a Kim Walker Smith, the How He Loves Us song. And um, Kim's going to now sing it for us. No, he's not. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was listening to this song and I stumbled across this message um, and it was called, Is Your House Still Haunted? And it was what, the message really that changed my life personally it was all on righteousness and our new creation in christ and that our fight isn't against um, flesh and blood and our fight isn't against our old man but our fight is against principalities and powers and we need to know the enemy that we're fighting and so i have this five-hour encounter with god on, on my um, you know lounge room floor i get up and i have this overwhelming desire to start to go out and I'm like, and heal the sick and start to pray for the sick. And, but I don't have any stories. I don't have any kind of faith that I can, I mean, I've got the Bible and I've got Jesus and these things, but I don't have any kind of testimonies of my own. And I remember talking with a friend of ours who um, was in Victoria, he now lives in Queensland. And, um, and he just said, he started telling Shen and I, he goes, We'll just borrow testimonies from YouTube. He said, that's what I did. He said, I would just watch YouTube videos and then he could go out and he would encounter people with broken wrists and he'd say, oh yeah, I've seen that get healed. And he wasn't lying, he'd seen it on, he'd seen it on YouTube. And so he said, just, just borrow testimonies of, of other people until they become your own. And so, we started to sit with this guy and him and his wife and he would just tell us these incredible miracle stories and incredible stories of, of you know, traveling overseas and they'd open up their suitcase and their suitcase would be filled with angel feathers. And they would, uh, he'd pray for people and people get healed and they've got their own personal, these, this couple got their own personal miracle stories. And, he, and I just used to feed off testimonies and I used to feed off the miraculous stories. Obviously, we have the Word of God, um, and, but I was looking also for stories that people, w it was happening today, not 50 years ago, not 100 years ago, not 1,000 years ago, but testimonies that were happening today. Why? Because 
the testimony of Jesus, this verse here, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And that word there, prophecy, basically means this. It means when you testify of the faith of Jesus, it prophesies into the atmosphere for Jesus to do it again. Now, Psalm 115 says that God sits in, sits in the heavens and he does whatever he pleases, right? We know God can, I think it was C.S. Lewis, he said, you know, when the author walks on the stage, the show, like the play's over. You know, it's like, it's like when the author walks on the stage, it's like, it's done. Every demonic power, everything, right? But Jesus wanted to actually train his disciples. You know, Matthew 10, 8, he says, you go heal the sick, you go cast out demons, you go cleanse lepers, you actually go in the authority that I'm now giving you. And the analogy that I've always used for this is if you have a credit card or I give my credit card to my daughters, I'm the one that paid for the credit card and it's my name that's on the credit card. They're going in the authority of me. And the same way I think that Jesus loves to give us the credit card of heaven, so to speak, and the power and the authority. And he wants us to create our own testimonies and our own stories with him in, not so we can brag, oh, look, I've got a testimony, but so that the authority and the power of Jesus can actually be demonstrated on planet earth. And so, but the testimony, telling the stories of what Jesus has done actually can build our faith and change the atmosphere around us. And, you know, we have the good news. Now, there's a lot of news going on in the world today. There's a lot of news. And what is the news? Basically, the news is something has taken place and then the media outlets report on it, right? Or they write on it or they document it or whatever it is. So there's something has happened and then they tell the story of what has happened. We have the good news. So something took place. What took place? Well, Jesus came to planet Earth. He, dem- he didn't just die so we can get to heaven one day. Yes, that's a part of the deal. But he died, and then, but he also demonstrated and illustrated what uh, the, the normal Christian life is like. Jesus was the most normal Christian on planet Earth, right? He's the model we're following. He's the example we're following. So he modeled that, he demonstrated that so that we have an example to follow. And so that we are, we are disciples of Jesus. We're not disciples of Job. We're not disciples of Paul or Silas or Timothy. We're disciples of Jesus. He's our example to follow. We can learn from these guys. We can, you know, we can uh, get wisdom from them, glean from them, all those things. But Jesus is our example and he's the high, high watermark. And so here Jesus models for three and a half years. So we then, then he dies, then he resurrects, and then we get to have the same spirit that, that lived in Jesus is the same spirit that gets to live in you and I. And John 14, 12, he says, greater works will you do when I go to be with the Father. And so I want to read another verse, 1 Peter 3, because this is, this is what we're talking about. 1 Peter 3, verse 15 says... But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, 
so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behaviour in Christ may, put, may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good if that should be God's will than for doing evil. The point I want to focus on is that we would um, uh, be prepared to make a offence to anyone who asks of you. The testimony of Jesus prophesies into the atmosphere and into the environment, and I'm going to prove this biblically, um, that uh, it changes the atmosphere, changes the environment. And so I, I want to encourage us, and I'm going to share some stories of this, but I want to encourage us in this season, are you prepared to actually give an account or give a defense, or are you just in your own personal life What words are you speaking? Are you speaking the narrative of the world or are you declaring the narrative of the kingdom, the good news? And so I came home last week from sharing and and my wife just said, she said, I loved how you just shared some stories that really built my faith and built, um, you know, these testimonies that happen. And it got me thinking about this, that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And it actually actually changes the environment because we have the good news. We get to report not only the good news that happened um, 2,000 years ago, but we also get to report of the good news that's happening today in our life. And if you don't have your own stories, borrow them. And if you don't have, if you can't find any of things that good testimonies that are happening in the world today, then you've got the Bible. <laughs> So it's like we can, we can um, start with the Bible. That's a good starting point. But then God wants to create his own story through and in our lives that we would have our own testimonies and our own journey with him and our own personal walk with him. And so coming back to that, um, that story of, of, with me, with this guy, I'm, I'm not going to name him, but um, we, so that, started to spur me on to go, I want to get get my own stories. And we started to go out on the streets and see people get healed and and things started to happen. And one of the things that happened was I was learning about this, about the testimony of Jesus, of telling stories and seeing the environment and the atmosphere change. Um, You know, the story in the Bible where Jesus says, drink my flesh, eat my flesh and drink my blood. And thousands leave. It, it's, it's, it's like that's, you know, that's the sermon that no one wanted. You know? <laughs> that's the message that people went, do not, I don't want to know about that sermon. I don't wanna, dude, please don't buy me the podcast or get me the podcast. I don't want to hear about it, right? And even the disciples didn't fully understand it. They were like, you know, Jesus basically, all these people leave. Jesus turns to his disciples and he said, do you want to go as well? And they, they said, well, we don't fully get it, but you have the words to eternal life, right? Man doesn't live off bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Everything that Jesus said was from the Father. Everything that he did was, was the word of God, was, the, was what the Father was saying. So here in this moment, he speaks what the Father's saying, and they don't understand it, but their spirits come alive with these are the words of eternal life. You carry something. We don't get it, but when you talk, 
our hearts burn within us and we don't want to go anywhere else. We want to stay with you even when we don't fully understand it. You know, They still thought he was going to conquer Rome and take over the Roman Empire and all this kind of crazy stuff that they still didn't fully get. But they knew that he carried the kingdom of God, the king's domain. They, they knew that something was different. So our words, like God created the world with words, our words create atmospheres and environments. They know this even scientifically in the secular world. They've done a study with um, plants and ice um, molecules or uh, fragments of like, like frozen ice cubes. They, they've got same environment, same temperature, same moisture with plants and speak negatively to it and the plant withers and dies. Well, sounds like a story in the Bible. Um, and then another, like the same plant, like a same plant, same environment, and they speak positively to it, and it, 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 it blossoms, it blooms. And um, we have a friend that he tells a story of how God was teaching him about the power of, of faith, and he cursed a plant and it died. He blessed a plant and it grew again like overnight, and then he cursed it again, it died, and then he blessed it, and it bloomed all year round. He just was toying with it. <laughs> And, um, and so, and then it, it just bloomed constantly all year round. And it wasn't a 24-7, you know, 365-day-a-year plant. Why? In the presence of God, things grow that shouldn't grow. In the presence of God, things are changed. And so they, they've done this with the, with the ice blocks as well, where ice, the ice blocks have formed, you know, beautiful crystallized, um, you know, it looks like frozen Elsa and Anna type, you know, uh, um, snowflakes. And then the one that they've cursed or spoken negatively to um, has cracked and looks, you know, crazy and whatever. And so, and we know this personally. When people speak positively over our life, we flourish. When people speak negatively, it tears us down, brings us down. So we have the news of the world and we have the good news of Jesus. And what are we prophesying into the atmosphere, in our homes, in our conversations? Um, you know, and I get it. I get it. We're in a world that coronavirus and vaccine and all this stuff is on everyone's lips right now. It's on everyone's mind and heart. And I'm not saying don't talk about it. And I'm not saying bury your head in the sand and be ignorant. You know, Afghanistan and everything that's going on in the world right now, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely bonkers. Um, however, we have the good news. We have the good news. We have the news that is profoundly incredible. His name is Jesus. And I want to encourage our homes, our family right now. Um, what, are, what are the testimonies of Jesus that you can start to declare into the environment to see the atmosphere of your home, your personal heart start to change. And then if you need faith for something, right? Um, I'm not going to go too much into this, but if I can just touch on this. Um, faith isn't a muscle that we build up. Faith is, it's the faith of Christ that we grow in. It, that's what we grow. We, we, we have revelation of who Jesus is, and then it's the faith of Christ because of the faith in who he is that becomes alive in us. Where It's not the faith of Liam, 
It's the faith of Christ that I get to walk in and put my faith and trust in him, right? And the more aware I become of that, then the more things start to manifest in, in, in and through my life. I'm going to leave that there um, for now. But, and so I want to encourage us, put testimonies, put the stories of Jesus, the stories of, of things that maybe have happened in your life, on your lips, tell the stories. Tell the stories right now. Build the atmosphere of faith in your home and watch what happens. Um, you know, I, 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 so we were experimenting with this and this is maybe 2008, 2009 um, and we, we ran a youth conference and I was learning about this, about the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And so I just started sharing stories. I started sharing stories of people getting healed, people getting out of wheelchairs, people getting off crutches. And I'd shared a story about um, a guy I'd prayed for and the power of God came through my hand and he, got, uh, he had a broken leg and he got healed and he jumped um, in this conference and he ran around the, uh, around the stadium and he was completely healed. We saw him the next day, he was completely healed. He was crying on the phone with his wife. So I was telling that story, right? The testimony of Jesus, right? What has Jesus done? Yes, like a couple of weeks ago, Jesus did this. The testimony of Jesus prophesies for him to do it again. There was a woman in that conference who she had problems in her arches in her feet and she was going to the podiatrist the next day to get um, orthotics put in. And she, in that moment, she just, she just grabbed it. She said, I want that for me, right? She just grabbed it. And that's, I just said, hey, add faith to this. Let the faith of Jesus, not the faith of you, the faith of Jesus permeate your heart. Grab it, right? It's, it, you've got to actually, you've got to believe it. You've got to receive it, right? And you, you have to grab it. You can't just, oh, well, that's nice for them. It, it, it's like, no, we've got to repent of our, our ways and change our mind, change our heart posture, to let the word of God actually permeate our hearts. You have the words of eternal life, right? And so she went to the podiatrist. The podiatrist said to her, I don't know what you've done, but your arches are completely brand new. Your arches have changed since the last time I saw you. And she got brand new arches and she didn't need the orthotics. Right? This is in Melbourne. And this was my heart, this was my prayer, because I just do not believe that the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God that created the universe, the God that birthed you and I, the God that knows every hair on your head, the God that breathed and spoke and the worlds and the planets came into existence, that God is different in Africa than he is in Australia. I don't subscribe to that. He's not geographically bound. <laughs> and the same God that Live the same Holy Spirit that lived in Jesus is the same Holy Spirit that you and I have. We have the resurrected Christ inside of us and we get to actually change the environment because of the faith of Christ, because of the testimony of Jesus. And so we just started to, we just started to um, see this happen. I remember someone asked me, I said, what's the deal with gold dust, Liam? And I hadn't seen it personally in my life. But we had a video and we showed him this video that a friend of ours had sent us and it's you know, gold glitter just falling from heaven and just incredible. So we showed him that video and then in their lounge room, 
in their lounge room, gold dust begins to fall, right? And then we, over the next coming days and weeks and months, we had gold dust falling in our home, Shen and I, in our home and some people um, who live locally, they, they, uh, they were there as well. And, and so we had this, what, what happened? The testimony of Jesus prophesied for him to do it again. And now people say, oh, why did that happen? Why did that? I don't, I don't fully understand it. I'll be honest. I don't fully understand why that happened. But what I, what I took away from that was that the, we were operating in faith of Jesus. It's like, look what Jesus can do. And we were just hanging out with Jesus and Jesus manifested in the room. And, and so it's, it's the testimony of Jesus prophesies for him to do it again. And we've seen this time and time again where we've told a story of, you know, a testimony of whatever it is, a back being healed or cancer being healed or this being healed or a miracle, financial miracle. Like people go, oh, I've heard this financial miracle. I grabbed it. I needed it for my own personal life. And then the next week I got a breakthrough. What happened? The testimony of Jesus prophesies into the environment for you to grab a hold of the word of God that is life and have it permeate your heart to where it manifests in, in your life, right? And I love that because it's where actually, it's, it's, like, um, it's, it's uh, like real estate in heaven that's been purchased by someone else. You know, someone else has a story and I get to tap into their story and make that my story. And actually it's the body um, operating together and operating and grabbing inheritances from other people, something that someone else has. I get to grab a hold of that and, 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 and have it become my story because we're all a part of the body of Christ. And I just love that. I love that we get to, um, you know, share in each other's victories and glories and celebrate each other's breakthroughs. And it's really important because people often will get, you know, they'll go, oh, that's great for you, brother. And, but it never happens for me. Well, we need to repent of that. We need to celebrate the breakthroughs of other people. And, uh, and then we need to grab them and go, hey, I want that for me. I, I love my favorite quote, I think, of this year has been when Kylie Inglis came and she said, I'm a needy child and I want as much of God as I can possibly have. That, that's, that's, yes, amen. I'm, that's what I want as much of God as we can possibly have. And here, the testimony of Jesus, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And we have the good news. We have the good news of what has happened. And it's awesome. I love talking about the, the revivals of old. I love the Smith Wigglesworth, the Catherine Kuhlmans, the And I, I've been going back to them. I've been reading my the God's Generals books again, and I've been listening to different stories of old. And I just, I love those stories. I love the Smith, the John G. Lakes. I just, I just feed on them. If my faith is low, you know, and I'm feeling a bit, uh, I, I go to these stories and I remind myself, I've got journals and notes of all test, these great testimonies and great prophetic words. And we need to do that. We need to feed our spirit sometimes on those things. However, I don't want to just always go back to, hey, remember when? Hey, remember when John G. Lake and the vineyard and the Toronto outpouring and the, you know, the Jesus people gathering? I want a Jesus people movement here in our country. Yeah. 
in this time, in the midst of a terrible situation, great things come from fertilized gardens, right? Great things come out of manure because there's a richness in the soil that can happen because darkness gets to be dispelled and light gets to be shone bright. And so I wanna, I, I'm encouraging us right now, this is what I've written down, if we would make history with God, I believe he will start to, to write history through us. That if we would tell the testimony of Jesus, if we would put prophecy on our lips, if we would declare things right now, I believe the Lord's inviting us for this nation, for Glory City, to actually start to prophesy to dry bones to live again. To not just look at dry bones and commentate on what the circumstances is. Oh, well, they're dry bones. It's like, that doesn't take faith. That doesn't ta- that's not prophesying the testimony of Jesus. That's just commentating on what the situation is like. And I, I want to do this more, and I'm encouraging us Let's put the testimony of Jesus on our lips. It might be your own personal testimony of like, hey, this is how I came to the Lord. This is what I did. I can give an account of the good news. Look at what Jesus has done in my life. He's done this, right? That's your personal testimony. But then he's doing stuff today. He's not like, well, I'm going to sit back and wait and it's locked down in Melbourne, so I'm going to be locked down too. And no, he wants to move. He wants to create an environment that changes the environment around us right now because the environment within us is greater. So let's put, let's put him on our lips. Let's put him at the forefront of our mind. Let's actually create our own history with him. And then I believe he wants to start to change the history of this nation. He wants to change the history, the personal narrative of our life and the personal narrative, narrative of this country. He wants Australia to be a kingdom nation. And if we just sit back and go, oh, well, you know, uh, I'm not telling you to do stupid stuff and I'm not telling you to, to act in sin. But what I am saying is let the environment of in our homes, in our hearts, in our workplaces, if some of us are still going to work and we're still meeting people, we're still seeing people. Some of us, are, you know, we still go to the shops, we go to McDonald's, whatever it is that we're doing, right? Pay for the person behind you. Change the environment around you. Tell the, tell the waiter, you know, Declare something. Change the atmosphere, right? Start to, start to put Jesus on your lips. And if you're struggling, if you're struggling at home and you're like, I'm just struggling to find even the ounce of faith right now, then go back to the Word of God. Go back to, hey, you know, hey, honey, remember when Jesus did this in our life? And if you don't have your own stories and you can't think of your own stories, grab them, type in YouTube, People being healed, test, you know, testimonies of Jesus. Do anything you can to build your faith, the faith of Jesus, so that what's happened there years ago or whenever would start to become your own and then that would change the environment within your home. And so I just want to encourage us, let the, the testimony of Jesus build, build your faith. We have, I have so many stories of this, of where... Um, We've just shared the testimony and then the next day someone comes back, I got healed, I got a breakthrough, I got this. We didn't even pray for them. We didn't even lay hands on them. We didn't even do anything. We just shared the testimony and then Jesus does what Jesus does best and that's set the captives free and heal the sick and bring liberty and freedom and that. Ah, 
I love it. I love, I'm longing for the moment that we can be in the room. I really am. I miss you guys. We, um, we miss you. We love you. Um, we, we really, really do. We cannot wait just to be together, to worship, um, to just lift the praise of Jesus. And, um, and so, I, yeah, you can do that. Chuck on you, you know, get, get, get the presence of God in your home in that way through worship and all those things. But I just wanted to share this little, little truth nugget this morning and encourage us to, to operate in the faith of Christ, to put our trust in him and start to declare the testimonies of Jesus and watch, watch the atmosphere change. I guarantee you it'll, it'll change the atmosphere because when faith is added, we can do anything. We can, we can move mountains. Nothing is impossible with God to those that believe. And so we need believing believers that believe. And so let's, let's do that. Let's go for it. Let's, let's, um, let's change our home atmosphere. Let's, let's uh, speak the good news out and uh, not reflect the, the news of the world. And, uh, and let's share the testimony of Jesus everywhere that we go. So love you guys. I'm going to pray. Father, I just thank you right now for our community. I thank you for this church. I thank you for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of the prophetic word that you would prophesy. Right now we call dry bones to life. We declare sinews, uh, flesh would come. Those dry bones would become a brand new, brand new bodies. God, I declare that children right now would come home to their father. I declare that we would be given we would be postured to give an account of our faith of the good news of Jesus and i thank you that you healed the sick you raised the dead and you asked us to do the same and to bring the good news into this world and right now with a lot of bad news going on that the te- we would declare of the good news of Jesus that we would put Jesus on our lips that we would have high praise of you, Jesus, that we would enter into the high praise of heaven. God, and, and we're environments right now where maybe businesses are looking bleak or, or people's personal income is looking um, trouble. I just declare that you own a cattle on a thousand hills, that you're the Jehovah Jireh, our provider, and that there are testimonies after testimonies of God's provision. And uh, there is just testimony after testimony of God's provision and that people would be reminded of those testimonies, that they would be reminded of the stories where the missionaries had no food. Someone knocked on their door and gave them food, that they'd be reminded of the testimony of Andrew Scarborough, that they raised $50,000 in a week. That's like almost humanly impossible. That, they, that, that the testimonies of Jesus would just be on their lips and they would be reminded of their own stories, but they would also have their new ones because they'd be creating history with God. I just pray right now for people who are mentally unwell and, and there's anxiety that you are the God who, who, who has, um, that we would have a clear mind and a, a pure heart and a clear conscience that you, it's your will that we will have life and life to the full. And so I just declare, I just declare those testimonies right now where people have had um, 
issues in the brain and issues in the mind and they've been that you have just instantaneously healed them we actually our landlord in reading i'm going to share this testimony and we're going to close our landlord in reading he fell off a um a uh, what's the a unicycle he fell off a unicycle banged his head on the curb and it totally disorientated his brain and he got he was the most placid kind-hearted human being and he um uh, his son uh, uh, had Down syndrome and he was just yelling at him. He was just a different human being because of the, the knock on his head. And this went on for 18 months. And one morning um, in, the, in the church, the pastor was calling out that God wanted to heal head traumas. And he was in the bathroom having a whiz. <laughs> and God said to him, if you would bang, if you would bang your head on the toilet like if you would act in faith and hit your head against the wall and any kind of sudden movement would cause his whole brain to just be disorientated and it would hurt and it would be in a lot of pain. Um, I'll heal you. And he was like, oh, I just can't do it. I can't do it. But he, he just tapped his head just like that. And God, in that moment, God said, that's enough. And he instantly was healed, completely healed of 18 months of in that moment, bam, what happened? The testimony of what God was doing was released into the environment. Faith was added, the faith of Christ. He responded, he was obedient and he was healed. And he was our landlord and he's one of the most beautiful, beautiful men you'd know. He's just an absolute, oh, he loves the Lord so, so well. Him and his wife are in um, Kona, Hawaii, uh, part of the YWAM team down there. And, um, and they're just a beautiful, beautiful family. And so, the, uh, it's, uh, I just right now, I release that testimony. And I just encourage you, if you get healed of something it, this morning, if you are obedient to what God says, if you add faith to it, declare it, own it, believe it, do whatever you can to get this into you, um, and you're healed, Please share those with us. Tell us the stories. We, we, we often don't get a chance. We hear stories all the time and we don't often get a chance to tell them of people coming to Christ, people have been healed, all different kinds of stuff. So please share the stories with us and um, send them off to a friend who might need it or whatever and uh, encourage one another daily. And uh, so, cool. Bless you guys. I love you all and uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you soon. And um, yeah, God bless. Have a great week.